Systems work, people fail. This is the Advisor Mentorship Podcast, proven systems and processes for the 21st century advisor with Jeremy Hauser. In today's crowded marketplace, advisors must find a way to differentiate themselves from the competition. Learn how to elevate your game and accomplish incredible feats as Jeremy teaches you proven systems and processes to successfully build a 21st century advisory practice and discover how developing a work-life balance is not only possible, but achievable. Welcome to this week's episode of Advisor Mentorship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Hauser. Very exciting show as I have not only a very strong partner to us here at InsureMark, but also a good friend with Al Casado, who is a phenomenal, phenomenal, not just advisor in the field, uh, working with customers day in and day out, but also training hundreds and hundreds of advisors all across the country. So a very exciting show. So without further ado, um, Al, share with the audience a little bit about you and also where you're located. All right. Where are we located? We'll start about a little bit where we're located, located in the beautiful, incredible state of Michigan <laughs> in the Detroit area, actually. actually. Um, but believe it or not, I am from Florida. I grew up in Florida and somehow I ended up up here. So I did it in reverse, man. But anyway, this is uh, this is my 27th year in the business. And it's been what an incredible ride it's been. You know, I started in the mid 90s. Uh, I came in through uh, Northwestern Mutual. And, you know, I was part of that uh, three card system, Project 100 and all that kind of stuff. And to see how um, things have changed, how marketing has changed, the dynamics of marketing all through my career to where it is today. You know, um, as, as I was dealing with uh, Project 100, there was already the 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 what I call the um, the pioneers of the of the seminars were getting started and, and holding seminars like crazy. And people were saying, well, at that time, people were saying, I don't know if that really works. You know, are people going to show up to these things? Well, of course it worked. We saw what it did. And then, you know, getting into the, you know, mid 20, you know, 2010s and stuff like that, where, you know, people like myself and others started getting tired of, uh, of, of feeding people and saying, we don't need to feed people. We're going to just educate them. And so many people at that time, Jeremy said, you know what, that's never going to work. Well, heck it worked. And then radio came aboard and then TV has come aboard. And, you know, we always got that same thing of, oh, that's not going to work. But the fact is, it does. And there's continual paradigm shifts are, that are taking place. And my goodness, what happened last year over the pandemic, it slingshotted us into the future, you know, five to six years. So now here we are in the, the digital and the virtual world that's, that's hitting a smack in the face right now. And here we are, another paradigm shift with a lot of, a lot of individuals out there saying, ah, that doesn't work. I've tried it, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we, you know, we can only move money if it's live, if the person's in my office and all that stuff. Um, but of course, we know that's not to be true. So, you know, it, it's, it's all about evolving. And, 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 you know, I'm a strong believer in first to market. And those that get in there quickly and learn it, it's, 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 it's going to happen. So, you know, we're not going to talk about today saying that the, the live world is dead because it's not. But, you know, you and I have spoken about this, Jeremy, that if you're an advisor today and you're looking to be in this business over the next five to 10 to 15 years, this is something that needs to be part of your marketing world. This needs to be a parallel world with what you're doing in the live world and, 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 and really getting good at the digital world because, the data shows it. This is what the world is moving to. 
And you got the robo advisors are, are moving money like crazy. You got the Schwabs of the world. They're not sitting down with you next to you and you're, they're moving millions of dollars. You got the Ken Fishers of the world moving millions of dollars virtually. And for some reason, I, I don't get it, but the, 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 the independent guy, you know, we're, we're archaic. <laughs> we're just archaic. You know, we love snail mail. We love all that stuff. And, and it's hard for us to make those moves, but they're here and we, we got to get in front of it. And, and that is something that I know your team does a great job with. So diving into last year and the, the pandemic and having to really expedite technology and everything behind the scenes. So how many advisors do you probably coach across the country? And what do you find is the number one challenge for those advisors that take their presentations from a live world to a virtual world, or even their sales processes uh, in front of prospects from a live world to a virtual world? What are some of those key components that help them or what y'all do to help those advisors? Yeah, the key component really is you know, we as advisors, like for, take for me, for example, and the only reason I'm sharing this is because what, what advisors have gone through over the last year, we've been in this digital thing for now five years. So we've perfected the, the mistakes. <laughs> I mean, we were, we made every mistake that was possible. If it was made, it was to be made, I made it, we spent money on it, whatever. But the biggest thing that, that not only advisors today, but myself that I went through is that you know, I, I love being in front of a, of a live audience. I just love it. I, I love being in the classroom. I, I love presenting. I love the dynamics of it. I love when, a, when, a, when clients walk into my office. I love, I love all of that. You know, I love all the, the psychology behind all of that. So what, I, what happened with me personally and what I see with a lot of advisors is that we all feel that, man, we are so good live. We are so good. We're, we're, we're dialed in. We know how to do this. We've been at it for a long time. We move millions of dollars all the time and you know, we're good. So what we do is we take everything that we do in the live world and say, well, all I have to do now is just put it in this box <laughs> and voila, you know, <laughs> I'm just as good. And man, that's where I failed. And that's where so many other guys have failed is, is not understanding that there's a paradigm shift that happens from the live world to the virtual world. Cause I mean, we have such a short amount of time to build the two things that I, that I, that I, that I really harp on, which is, which is familiarity and trust. Okay. And, and in the live world, they can feel us, touch us. They come to our office They're you know, they see a building, they love our, 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 our staff. They love our 31 flavors of coffee and our cookies. <laughs> and then we bring them in here and, and, you know, we dazzle them with all kinds of crazy stuff, but in the virtual world, Man, we're no bigger than a little tiny box. Like I see you up in the top there. We're just a little tiny box. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that not understanding that there is things that need to be changed. There's, 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 uh, there's more things for us to do in the process of building that familiarity and trust. So that paradigm shift, understanding that first thing of, of saying the show doesn't start the minute, you know, when I was working in the live world, as soon as I got in the classroom, that's when my, my sales cycle started. That, that's it. The show starts today. When you're working in the virtual world, the show starts the minute the registration happens. And what do you do with the, from that registration to that, for, that webinar, from that webinar immediately after, from that, from, from that to, to, to what happens right before the first appointment, to the appointment and how that whole process is done. So I think the biggest mistakes that we see out there today is the advisor not knowing or not wanting or limiting, having a limiting belief that, that adjustments need to be made. 
and 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 things need to happen in a sequence and understanding how delivery of a webinar is done versus how it's done live. When I did live classes and the colleges around here, believe it or not, I never used the PowerPoint. I hate them. I, I still don't like them because I was the show. I'm, I'm the guy. I get in front of something, man. That's it. I'm the show. I'm going to go at it. We're going to learn. You know, I, I, I was me in a, in a book and they had their book and this is the way we did business. Boy, when you when you go into this virtual world, your presentation is the star. It, it's all about that presentation. It's all about how entertaining that presentation is. You know, it's, it's always funny to me when when uh, we introduce uh, uh, advisors to the, to the program right from the beginning and they see 72 slides. And they're like, and, and I tell them, oh, by the way, you got to deliver that in 30 minutes. And they're like, what? <laughs> but that's because of the speed and what we have to do and, and how we have to craft that to make sure that it, it's entertainment. Because think about it, when people are, are coming to our classroom, for example, hell, even if they think I'm the most boring guy in the world, they're not going to get up and leave. They're going to stick it through. <laughs> they're going to stay there. They're going to stick it up for an hour and a half. We're going to listen to Al, you know. But my goodness, think about all the power we just gave up when we're doing this right here, because you guys can do right now, think that I am the, I am full of garbage and you can just click me off. Boom, I'm done, gone. One click of the button, gone. That's it. So how do we get those people? You know, that's one of the things, you know, everybody talks about, Al, what, what, what stat do you love the best? You know, yeah, of course we love our closing stats and all that stuff. I love our hold ratios. <laughs> how long do we have an individual that stays in our room and, and that has been really dynamic to see all across the country is seeing all these advisors with whole ratios above 95%. And it, it, right there in the 95, you know, your, your group, for example, strong presenters holding the group for that long. But that, that, that took them to understand what it, what it meant to get from moving from the, 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 the live world into the virtual world and, and understanding those little nuances that create the, 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 the correct prospect for you and create the, the correct presentation. So it's all, really all about that paradigm shift. Some of the things we do in the live world just have to naturally change. And it took me a while to figure it out. You know, I don't know. I think I've shared this with you, Jeremy. I, you know, there was a point where I almost gave it up. It was like, we were spending too much money. We we're, you know, of course there was no pandemic at that time. And I'm like, why am I doing this crazy stuff? And, and we're not getting it. And not until I started really honing in on that and, 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 and dissecting every, every piece of the puzzle that we really started rolling. So that by the time that pandemic hit, then, man, that was like, okay, we're, we're, we've been rolling. We've been doing this. And that's when, you know, people approached us and say, hey, can you help us? What can you do? So even the great Al who teaches hundreds and hundreds of advisors, you almost gave up. So how, I, how long were you doing it? I, I didn't know that. So how long? Yeah, see, I don't know if I shared that with you or not. I did, I did, and 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 really, I have my my wife to think to to thank about uh, thank for that because she she said to me, hey, you know, you 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 you're you're close, and 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 plus, you got to give Aaron his opportunity. Aaron's my my partner. You know, we we you know, let him do his magic, let it do it correctly. You're you're strangleholding him. You're you're you know, just get it together, and you'll do it. And and that was a turning point for me because that was about man, it was like two two and a half you know, two, two and a half years in into trying to do this whole thing because we were, we were having huge success, man. Just, we were, we were using digital to fill up the classrooms. So mm -hmm. we would fill up like clockwork, all of our colleges, 25 to 35 buying units every week for an average spend of about eight to 900 bucks for live events. So yeah. we were like, I'm thinking like, why in the world am Look I spending? Fit the price yeah. what you're spending. 
And I was like, why am I doing this stuff over here? So I got to that point, I almost got to that point, but man, am I glad. And 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 you talk about blessings and things like that, and 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 you know, and 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 getting rid of limiting beliefs. But I I, I did, I almost got to that point. I said, I'm not doing this, man. We're we're doing great over here and we're just gonna keep doing that. But we didn't, we switched, you know, we 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 stayed the course, and then then I got really serious and honed in on that. And and um, but yeah, I ex- I've experienced it probably at higher levels than most guys that tried this and like, oh, this doesn't work, man. I'm just going to continue to do this or I'm going to continue to take care of my my existing clients and get through pandemics. But let me tell you, man, we are just one. We learned that last year, man. We're just one crazy thing from the government or anybody from shutting us down. And and, and what I tell, I tell guys today, man, think about this. It, it, it's almost like not even happening with the, the government shutting us down is people are shutting their own selves down. Oh, am I going to expose myself? Am I going to really go over there? Or, or, or is that place going to make me have a vaccine before I walk in? Or I'm against vaccines. There's no way I'm walking in anywhere. That, you know, and you start getting all that stuff that's happening right now. Restaurants that are understaffed and everything else like that. The male guys, the, 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 uh, the, um, the, the general, whatever they call it, postmaster general just came out and said, hey, we're reducing first class mail by 30 percent, 30 percent. Can you imagine what it's going to do to our bulk mail? <laughs> we can't even get first class mail and you're going to rely on on, on on the United States Post Office to get this stuff over to the people you want to talk to on time. Heck no. Mm-hmm. And, and then what I tell guys, Jeremy, at the end of the day, if, if you think about this. The stats tell us, man, that this is the this is the way of the future. There's, I, I think, yeah, it was you and I who spoke about this. There's a guy in Boston, and it's not just in Boston, different cities, that's right now performing surgery on somebody in California. Mm-hmm. People are no longer looking for the closest individual. They're looking for the best individual to suit their need. So it's not the closest advisor. It's the best advisor. And, and we're starting to see that right now. You know, we're, we, we, we get into this conversation of, of, of generations, you know, and we're talking about these two generations all the time, baby boomers and millennials. I mean, that's all you hear. Mm-hmm. But guys, well, it, I mean, is that, is that us or no, I don't think you're baby boomer. What are you? I, I'm an ex. I'm an ex, buddy. I'm okay. a, right, a generation I'm going to talk to you about right now because Gen X, buddy, it's coming, it's happening and it's happening fast. Over the next nine years, there's almost $30 trillion are going to be moving from the baby boomers to Generation X. It's ridiculous. Generation X is going to be, and over the next 20 years, is $62 trillion. And all we're thinking about is the baby boomers and these guys. But think about this. There's also that hybrid, what I call the hybrid baby boomer that's between ages like 57 to 62, 63, that falls in the same demographics. And that money's moving down. And, And get this. What did they say? Nine, the survey showed that 94% of those people reside in one place. And that's Facebook. Mm. 94%, man. So if you're an advisor, even if you are doing live events, why in God's creation would you spend money on snail mail when 94% of the people that you want to talk to and need to be talking to, because that's the demographic that's going to be taking in all this money, is sitting in one place. 64% of them, Facebook, number one platform. They consume an average of six hours per week. Hmm. 
44%, man, follow their businesses. Can you imagine for most of us, I'd be happy if at one time I'd be happy if 5% of the people followed me and uh, my every word 24 seven, 44% follow their businesses. And then get this, their number one way of learning, 60% video. This is how they like to learn. And you know what other, what other cool thing is happening right now, Jeremy, is that, you know, we are creatures of how we, of, of, of what we experience early in life. And, and the same thing happens in our financial world. Think about this. If you talk about the greatest generation, they went through the depression, right? They, they also saw incredible rides in the market going up in the 60s when the markets all went up to 1966, when the, the good times were here forever. They lived through the 80s. But can you get one of those people to jump back in the markets? You can't. You couldn't. They didn't even believe in banks. You couldn't, right? But then now you're looking at a baby boomer. Their earliest experience in the markets were what? The 80s and the 90s. 20-something years of nothing but great times. And think of the challenges that we have today of moving them out of the market. All right? But now comes Gen X. And Gen X behavior is very similar to the silent generation, man. You know why? Because they lived to 2003 and they lived to 2008. And their belief system is a lot different than the baby movers. So think about this. 90% of them reside in one place. A large majority have the same thought process of us guys that, that live in the, in, in the world of safety. These are, our, these are the people that we want to talk to. It's not about telling them, hey, that, that we have to look at alternatives outside of the market. They're already out there. So think about that that's happening right now. So as an advisor today, you have to start really educating yourself and seeing what, what the trends are saying. What, what, are, what are people doing? What's happening? Because again, last year, slingshotted us way into the future, five to six years. And what we do today in the virtual world is now an acceptable way and people are buying home. Here in Michigan, last year we set records in, in real estate. And we were, you know, I don't know if you knew, but we were one of the tightest states in the country. Ms. Gretsch here put a hold on us and like oh, says, you can't oh, I heard. Yeah. You, you can't move. But what happened was we still set records. You can even go in a home, but guess what? People did. I mean, not didn't didn't go in homes, but people bought homes. How did they do it? Virtually. Mm -hmm. You know, a few years back when Carvana Carvana came in place, man. Everybody knew that you can buy, people would buy cars online brand new, but who was going to buy a car used, you've never touched and buy, you know, like this? Well, they proved it wrong. You know, look what happened. And then all of a sudden, everybody else has jumped on the bandwagon. And this is happening today. So this is why, again, you got to build that parallel world, man, and understand the nuances of what's going on out there. So, and you talked about that for advisors. So talk a little bit more about what, the challenge. So you, you deal with so many advisors across the country that you coach and mentor. What would you say is, I would just say there's multiple things. It might, probably even between my team, there's different very variables of what some guys and girls don't have success with. But if there was one thing that you find when you first start mentoring and helping an advisor, what is the biggest challenge that they have with doing a one-on-one -on -one live presentation and an actual appointment going into a virtual appointment with the prospect? Well, I can tell you that they don't follow the process. 
well, <laughs> it's like, you know, we, we, you know, our process is pretty detailed. I mean, and, and, and it's, it, it you, you know, you've, you've been around it now for a little while now too. It's a jigsaw and every, every piece leads to another. And it, and it's very, it's very sync. It's, it's easy to diagnose, but the problem again is that they don't, they don't follow that process. And, and it really gets down to the understanding of that we are not as advisors have the empathy for the people that we're speaking to. I mean, we, we expect somebody who's sitting in me in Michigan and I'm expecting this lady out in Omaha, Nebraska to just say, yeah, you're the guy I'm going to send you a million bucks. And I've never met. We expect them to, we, we, we don't take that time to make sure that we make the changes. This is what I was alluding to earlier, that we make the changes to craft our, our, our whole presentation to address that and to understand that these individuals, what you're asking them to do is something that's been, you know, think about you. You're, you're hesitant about being in the virtual world, but you're expecting that individual to be like, hey, here's, right. here's my right. money. You know, here we go. Let's roll. It doesn't work that way, guys. It just doesn't work that way. It, 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 there, there is that there, there is a process to to building that familiarity and trust. And you know, one of the if the guys that are around me know this and they hear this from me all the time is that you cannot shortcut trust. You can't. It's got to be built and it's got to be built correctly and it's got to be done in a, in, a, in, a, in a process way. But at the end of the day, we have to also be cognizant of the fact that you have an individual that you are expecting to put all this trust in you and they can't feel you touch your seat. I mean, other than in this little stuff here. However, when you do that correctly, it's done. It's being done. We see all the money that's being moved around. But again, it's following that process and following that sequence. And do you find that in your system, your process of what you kind of coach these advisors with, and they seem to get in their own way sometimes, it's, it's really really diving in more into what you're constantly coaching them and selling, not really selling, but more so investing more of their time on the emotional component. I know you, you talked to me about it and it's something that I've definitely started to echo to my advisors where a lot of individuals, first, first appointments, second appointments and a live presentation, not in a virtual one, but live, they really heavily rely on software tools or certain systems that they'll do at point of sale to just ooh and ah the customer with numbers. So what, what's something that you really help, help those advisors engage on that emotional component? Mind sharing that a little bit? Yeah, it is because you know, well, we've become, um, here, here we are in a, in a high touch business, supposedly, and we've become totally desensitized. And nowadays we let all this software talk to us, but you know what? That's why that's why robot advisors are out there, man. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, and we've kind of sort of become human robo advisors because we let we 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 now let all these different things. We use them as crutches, not as aids anymore. So it's like, let me show you. This is your world. And this is where you're failing, and this is what you got to do. And the people are like, "Whoa, <laughs> I, I I came here for an analysis, man." <laughs> I was like, you know, you're telling me all this stuff, you know. But at the end of the day, what I tell all the advisors is this, man, is that. When you start caring more about their life, because this is about their life, man. It's about their life. They've worked 42, 43, 44 years for something, okay? And now they expect to live X amount of years and have this money take care of this. It's about their life. But we as advisors spend 80% of our time talking about their money. 
And then we start spending that. The, the, then, then, then we get to the next appointment, the second appointment, and we tell them how good we are and we're the guys to fix it. Mm-hmm. And why are we? Is because the software said so. <laughs> you know, and, and at the end of the day, we don't make that in most. The, the, you know what? There's not a software system. There's not a software program that moves money. There's, there's, you know, at the end of the day, there's not a product that moves money. People move people. We, as, as a, as an industry, have just gotten away from that, man. You know, and it started with the big guys and you know all their fancy charts and everything else like that. So we, smaller, you know, firms, independent firms, are just trying to, you know, trail along with that and get, get with that. And I'm not saying. And in no way am I saying, no, you can't use that or anything like that. There's a time and place for all of that. But at the end of the day is really getting to know that individual and knowing all the nuances of what makes that individual and understanding the emotion and understanding that these are all emotional movements. And what we try to do is make them all logical. And man, when you go into logic, we can sit here for the next 10 appointments trying to prove logic. You, you got one, I got one or anything. But when you're telling me, listen, this is my problem. This is what I got to do. And at the end of the day, you as the, as the, as the, as the uh, a client acknowledges that you have that problem and that is your problem, is your own problem, not the advisor's problem. Because advisors, we all try to do the same thing. It's my problem. It's my problem. No, it's not. It's their problem. They got to fix it. That's when you start, you know, making that connection. And, and if you don't do that in the virtual world, it's tough enough when you don't do that in the live world. But if you don't do that in the, in, in the virtual world, good luck trying to move money because you've, you're you going to be on that hamster wheel, man, for a long time. You'll be going five, six, seven appointments. And, you know, it's, it's, it's insane what, what happens out there. But at the end of the day, we got to bring it back in. It's people, people, people move people. And we got to spend more time on that. That's, you know, that's what we do at the end of the day. Yeah, and, and that's the... I love, I read this the other day and, you know, it's so simple, but the word, the word listen and the word silent, they actually have the same letters in it. So just think about that for a second. I mean, the the guys and girls that do awesome in these virtual appointments really dig in on the why, the emotional side with that prospect. And your team does a great job of coaching them for that. And so like this year, so now we're in fourth quarter. We're planning for 2022. A lot of advisors who are maybe they're already doing virtual webinars to get in front of new prospects. And then now they're doing virtual appointments, multiple states. Why y'all's group? So even those that are having success with you, or maybe even to the advisor who's hesitant still in listening to the podcast, what does your group do that's a lot different than maybe some of the other? XYZ companies out there that help advisors get in front of new prospects virtually and also in a sales process virtually? Well, there's a lot of differences. <laughs> you know, it, 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 let's just start with the digital side. I'm a big proponent of, you know, I, I think I've shared this with you, Jeremy. I, for so many years, I, 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 I just got sick and tired of, of, of these different companies taking advantage of us advisors. Why? Because we're the best check writers in the world, man. I mean, you, you say something and man, before you finish, I signed that check and gave you the money. And it's interesting because a lot of us hold all the metrics in our own business and we know exactly how everything goes and how many appointments and what it takes. But we never, ever, ever, ever take metrics on, on the dollar that we spend. We never as advisors know that if I give you, Jeremy, $1, how much of that dollar is going in your pocket and how much of that dollar is going to work for me. So you're saying a lot of advisors we, don't know their numbers? They don't know their numbers, man. They don't know their numbers. And it, and it baffles me. It's like, wait a minute. 
So you give all this, you know, we do it, we do it with, 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 with um, uh, mail houses. We do it with digital companies, you know, Hey, send us 4,000 bucks and we'll, we'll guarantee you this or pay me 240 something per registration and, and, and this, and we thinking like, wow, that's such a great deal. But then if they ever, if you ever knew the metrics behind that and you knew that, Hey, they're getting that for like 20, 30 bucks and they're selling it to you for 200. Mm-hmm. A little frustrating. That's going to piss you off a little bit, man. And these companies, they know that they know that now that's their business model and that's how they make money. I don't care. But I know this for a fact that if I had a client in front of me and it got to that point where they say, well, Al, how much is it? Well, I don't know, man. We'll see how the market does. <laughs> I'll see how much I charge you and you know, how much it takes to, to get you what you want. And then I'll nobody's going to do business with that. But we as advisors, we jump on it all day, man. We give, we give out checks, like forget it. So it, 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 at the end of the day is, is that, I think that we need to know the metrics behind everything because if, if we want to create true marketing, you have to know your numbers. Those numbers need to be disclosed to you because if not, you're going to, you are going to forever be in a junk, in a junkie dealer mentality. They got the stuff, you got the money, you got the stuff, they got the money because you don't know how to really create anything. All you know how to do is buy the stuff and hope and pray that enough of that stuff fills you up. And not just getting in front of new people. And obviously your firm is very transparent. So that's that's why y'all are very open book. So advisor knows, and I got 12 of them who they know exactly to the penny how much you're spending on their marketing ad. So what, what else does y'all's firm do outside of not just helping reduce the cost of getting in front of maybe the same amount of people? You got to get the branding. Branding is huge because a lot of these digital companies do the branding under their own name. You know, so what happens is that, you know, everything is done through their Facebook manager. They put their, their landing pages inside of their own domains and everything else like that. We're creating all that stuff and the branding never really happens to the, to the, uh, to the advisor. But the bigger, the bigger thing here, Jeremy, is ownership of data. If I own the data, see, think about it. We are in a world that whoever owns data wins. <laughs> the, Facebook, <laughs> the Googles, everything. Data wins, right? If, if I own your data, you will forever have to come back to me. When you start owning and taking ownership of your data, that's what really starts to start creating what I consider true marketing, because now you own all this. Because if you don't want to work with Alan Aaron, so what? You got all the stuff that you took that you have, and it's forever yours. But I really think that what really separates us from anybody else out there is the fact that, you know, any digital company can put X amount of people, whether you're happy about it or not, and whether you're paying up the nose or, or getting at a true cost doesn't matter i mean at the end of the day they can they can put they're putting them there right but then they hand them off to you and they're like go at it (laughs) go figure this out man good luck and then what do you get a lot of disenchantment because if it was working you know what's really baffling to me is that as things got loosened up i saw all these digital companies that were pushing webinars last year were excited and elated that that the live world is back isn't that weird that is odd yeah, it's happening. I mean, they're excited. I mean, I can show you ad after ad, like this is what we're doing in the live world. You're a digital virtual company that last year you were saying this is the next best thing to slice bread. But but you know why? Because they couldn't get these people that were giving it to these people. These guys were getting it and they were failing. Boom, done here. They never sold anything. They've never been an advisor. They never did anything. As a matter of fact, all these, I mean, so many of these kids jumping into our business and all these things and all these companies coming in there and saying, we can do this and do that. How much money have you moved? (laughs) 
<laughs> how much money have you done? What have you done? Kind of hard you to know? spend money when nothing's coming in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. So what happens? They quit. So I just thought that was like the most that you talk about an oxymoron. It's a digital company getting excited about the live world opening up again and putting people back in live seats. And then now they're telling you, well, not just live seats, but you got to go to the old. Now we got to go back in time, man. Now we got to go back to the early 2000s where we fed them because that's the only way you're going to get them there. You know, classrooms are not working as well as they were before. So a lot of things have changed. So it's, to me, it's just interesting to see what's happening right now with the dynamics of it. But we have a system in place that, you know, we, we are meeting with each one of our advisors on a biweekly basis with their digital coach, man. That's huge. There is nobody else doing that. This is not you putting in an order with your digital. This is you going through every analytic and metric so that, that you don't to the penny what's happening. And then you're meeting with our team. And we're talking processes and how to get you ready for those webinars, how to get you through those webinars and everything else like that. Because at the end of the day, whether I put 20 people in your room or 100 people in your room, if you're not moving the money, this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't live on hope and prayer. You know, so you hear a lot of the, 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 the so-called people that know things in this business. And they say, well, the only way this thing works is if you're only using it for your own warm market. Well, duh, everything works if you're using it for your own warm market. But the thing is, is you know, you have to understand that we consistently, we need to be bringing in new people into our system along with what we're doing organically, of course. But that's the biggest difference is that we're not only just bringing you this digital dynamic, but we're also bringing you the sales, uh, the sales portion over here. And the dynamic of both is what creates the incredible synergy that we put together for all of these advisors that are seeing the 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 success that they're seeing and getting in front of the the assets i mean i i was just off the phone with one of your guys i think he read off three cases where i think just combined he's got almost 12 million dollars sitting in front of his face <laughs> it's it's it, uh, this is this is the beauty of this whole thing you know it's going to put you in front of the right people and now with the right process behind it to be able to move some of those you know to move some of those assets over and things like that but that's the that's where we start going into the into different worlds. And I and I think that's what I love about y'all's team too, though. It's that that process that you help my advisors think big too. So not every advisor out there reaps the benefits of living in Texas or a state like California or you know, large states where they can just market within their states. You guys make the advisor think outside of the norm and to that telesurgery, which is what we were talking about earlier with the individual, the doctor in Boston who is operating on the California. My advisors now are marketing to four to five states every single webinar. And they are now gaining that confidence with y'all's team. And you've just, you've opened their eyes to, you know, I don't just have to market just down the road anymore. And now all of a sudden they're seeing those assets. So I will be getting with you after this to see who that uh, advisor is. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's just so much fun because it's like, you know, we all live within that 15 to 20 mile radius from our office. You know, that's this is what we're used to and everything else like that. And all of a sudden this whole thing, this geographical boundary thing moves and everything like that. And then you're like, wait, wait a minute, how's this going to work and blah, blah, blah. And, and all of a sudden then you start seeing that and you start getting into the right pockets and then being in front of the right people and everything else like that. But that's the that's the beautiful thing that, that, that this brings you. Not, and not only that, but the quality of life for you as the advisor, man, I, I you know me, I'm a big boater and everything else like that. I can't tell you how many things I do right off of my boat. I, I, although we have to hold, hold a moment of silent meditation here because my boat went out of the water. So it's out for the next six months. But 
But think about everything that I did there or or when I'm sitting out in, in, in different places in, in Florida or wherever we are on vacation and things like that and still conducting business, man. You know, things like it was awesome because I had this one client here not too long ago, um, you know, not a client, but a prospect. They were like, hey, you know, we're going to be heading down in the next two weeks, you know, so we won't be able to talk. No, absolutely. You know what? You're going to you're going to take an hour away because now we're virtual. So wherever you're at, I'm at. And you know what? We were actually able to take care of business virtually while they were on vacation. <laughs> before, before, yeah, you're right. You're gone. I'm gone. Well, I'll see you when you get back and all this kind of stuff. And by then, you're not even a prospect anymore. But those are the things that we want to, you know, the, 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 what this can afford you, you know, once you understand it. Not only that, but it also gets you in the world of attraction, man. Uh, you, you, you know, so many of us are chasers. And I believe that when you're, you, you're buying leads and doing all this kind of stuff, you're a chaser. And if you're a chaser, I'm telling you, you're about 30 days from being out of business at any time. You know, when that thing cuts off, we saw what happened last year. So many guys crumbled. So many, so many advisories went into like oh, panic mode and everything else like that. And and, and we saw what with the people that were proactive, how they, they flourished through that whole through that whole mess. So, um, you know, and chaos is opportunities. And, and man, the, the dynamics of what's happening right now, we are so needed right now. And I mean, the independent market is needed. I'm not talking about the big box guys. I'm talking about us, the guys that care. And we need to get back to that caring and, and get in front of those individuals. And, and, and our message needs to be heard. We just need to find the right vehicle to deliver it and how to deliver it. It's, it's there. What other better time with all the messes that are going on to be an advisor? The, I mean, the opportunity is <laughs> there. That's, you've already, I mean, the numbers you rattle off are just staggering the how how much money of opportunity there is and and if if you're an advisor listen to this and you think to yourself you know i i can't get in front of the right prospect i definitely would highly urge maybe uh reconsidering what you're doing for 2022 because the opportunity is definitely there on so awesome opportunity you you guys you, you did a great job kind of sharing the process system that you and Aaron and y'all's team do. Is there anything that we have not mentioned on this podcast that you like to, to mention? No, not really, guys. It's just really, say, again, I, I can't say this enough that this is a, a, a thing that's not going to get go away, guys. This is going to be bigger and bigger. The virtual world is going to just get bigger, bigger, and bigger. And, and you're either going to learn it or you're like so many things that have came come in front of us that we don't do. And it's going to happen with or without us. And it's those people that are first to market. Those are the people that really take the time to learn this. And, and again, it's to, you're creating parallel universes. You know, you got your live world, you got your this world. And, and you'll see it. And as you become good, you know, what's interesting that's to, that I've seen, uh, Jeremy, is that, that a lot of the, the hardcore, you know, in-person guys are like, you know, the line has been like, okay, now it's going this way, man. Mm -hmm. I love this virtual stuff. I don't need to do this. My time management is huge. My freedom, my everything, my time with my family, everything. So it, it really is a time to really just say, you know, this is time to gain new skill. And you want to do it now because of, again, if you see the demographic, if you, if you really study stats, I urge you to really study that to see what's happening, to see the trends, what's, what's, what, what, what's moving and everything else like that. I mean, Newsweek put out a yeah, it was Newsweek or U.S. News and World Report, one of the two, uh, on, the, the, on the advisor of the future, man. And the first thing they talked about is, is, is if they don't understand the virtual world, they're going to be dinosaurs. This was actually a third party. You're saying that about us. So it's here. Whether we want it, whether we not, 
you know, it's just, it's time to step up. It's time to get good at it. And, 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 you know, the good thing is that there's paths that have been laid out that, you know, makes it a lot easier where your learning curve will be accelerated and that you get in front of the right people with the right message and the right process. And you put all that together. My goodness, 2022 should be a, a monster year for so many of you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate your time like always, Al. And thank you for listening to the Advisor Mentorship Podcast. Do not forget to follow or subscribe on your favorite listening device and tell a friend. Check out our website, www.advisormentorship.com. Connect with me, Jeremy Hauser on LinkedIn. And so until next time, we'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to the Advisor Mentorship Podcast with Jeremy Hauser. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available and connect with Jeremy on LinkedIn to stay up to date. If you would like to request our introduction kit, feel free to check out www.advisormentorship.com and click on learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.